welcome to Word Alive Broadcast with Ricky and Sherry Blevins. We believe that as you listen to today's message, God's Word will come alive in your heart to help you obtain victory in every area of your life. Welcome back to the Word of Love broadcast today. I'm going to continue on the subject of faith. I'll reiterate some of the things that we studied this week. And uh, on Monday, we studied that the just shall live by faith, that God wants us to be children of faith. And uh, Hebrews 10:38 says, Now the just shall live by faith. He wants us to live by faith, not just once in a while, but all the time, every day, live by faith. That's our lifestyle. It's not just something we do once in a while. He wants us to live by faith. Because we're faith people. That's what we are. That's who we are. And we must obey and believe what God's word says. We have to obey it and believe it. Now, if God's word says something, we have to say, I believe it. That sells it. That's all there is to it. And that's all that, and because nothing is greater than God's word, his word is truth. Anything that's contrary to the word of God is a lie. And you say, I'm obeying what God's word says, because if you obey the truth, the truth will always lead you in the right direction. It says that uh, if you know the truth, the truth shall make you free. It'll free you up in every area. If you're bound in any area, Take God's word. It'll set you free. It'll make you free. One translation says set you free. One says make you free. I thought I like to say it makes you free because when you're set free, you could be uh, bound again. But when you're made free, you're free. You're not going to be back into that bondage again. Because if you live by the word, and to live by faith is to live by God's word, and to obey the word and to live by it. Amen? And believing that God's word has everything in it that will you'll need to sustain you in every day of your life. And we have to understand that when we obey the word, that uh, it causes prosperity to come to us too. It causes God's blessings to come because that's where the blessings are at or in the word. Let's go to uh, Luke chapter 5 and verse 1 through 11. So it was as the multitude pressed about him to hear the word of God that he stood by the lake of Gennesaret and saw two boats standing by the lake, but the fishermen had gone from them and were washing their nets. Then he got into one of the boats, which was Simon's, and asked him to put out a little from the land, and he sat down and taught the multitudes from the boat. When he had stopped speaking, he said to Simon, Launch out into the deep and let down your nets for a catch. But Simon answered and said to him, Master, we have toiled all night and caught nothing. Nevertheless, at your word, I will let down the net. And when they had done this, they caught a great number of fish, and their net was breaking. So they signaled to their partners in the other boat to come and help them, and they came and filled both of the boats so that they began to sink. They had so many fish, they began to sink. When Simon saw it, he fell down at Jesus' knees, saying, Depart from me, for I am a sinful man, O Lord. 
For he and all who were with him were astonished at the catch of fish which they had taken. So also were James and John, the sons of Zebedee, who were partners with Simon. And Jesus said to Simon, Do not be afraid. From now on you will catch men. So when they had brought their boats to land, they forsook, they forsook all and followed him. Now when they obeyed what Jesus did, now let's look at John chapter 1, verse 1. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was God, and the Word was with God, but the Word was God. Jesus is the Word. He is the Word. When they obeyed him, when you obey the Word, it's exactly like obeying Jesus, and what happened? They went out and did what he told them to do, and what happened was their prosperity became abundant. Amen? You see, they caught a great number of fish. Their boats were overflowing. And I believe that Jesus said, from now on, you will catch men. I believe as we obey Jesus and what we do and what he wants us to do, we'll not only have prosperity, but we'll see a people coming into the body of Christ. I believe we need to believe him. That when we obey him we're, and ask him, say, Father, I ask you for souls to come into the body of Christ. That is the greatest catch we can have. Greater than all the money we could ever have. It's greater than anything because when we see other people come in, then what happens is God uh, brings his blessing, blessings upon us as well. But we also see the will of God being done because of the body of Christ growing. Amen. He told them, he said, you'll be fishers of men. You'll catch men. He said, you're going to bring a harvest of men in. I believe as, as we obey God and then what he tells us to do, that the harvest will come in. The harvest is already ripe. It's ready. It's white and the harvest. It's time for us to call that harvest in and bring it in too as well. Amen. And I believe that we need to believe God and use our faith for that as well. Now faith sees the answer and says the answer. If you need something from God or want something, if you want that harvest of men, believe God for it. Get into the word of God. Find what it says about the harvest and how to be a harvester of men. Go out and into the byways and the highways and bring them in. And I believe that we need to be praying more that God would send laborers out into the harvest. He said the white, the fields are already white on the harvest. But you know, we need to pray that laborers would go out and bring that harvest in. That more people and more people and more people. You know, if everybody in the body of Christ just got one person a year born again, that the body of Christ would double. Just one, every person in the body of Christ that got one person born again, the body of Christ would double. And if everybody after that would get get every, just one person a year, just say one person a year. Believe God to get somebody to lead them to the Lord this week. Let that be your number one goal. Leading someone to the Lord, just one person this year. Say if you did one person a year. Then after that, you could say, I want one person a day. I want one person an hour <laughs> but i'm saying we need to believe god for that as well to be catchers of men amen but but faith sees the answer and says the answer 
Now, if you need anything from God, you you see the answer, and you say the answer. You see it in God's Word, and then you speak God's Word out concerning that, that thing, whatever it is that you need. Speak the Word out concerning that, and speak it into the situation, and say, Father, this is what, this is what your Word says, and I believe it's mine. Amen? Now, Proverbs 20, uh, Proverbs 4, I'm sorry, 20 through 21, My son, give attention to my words, incline your ears to my sayings. Do not let them depart from your eyes, keep them in the midst of your heart. Now, that is the most important thing, to keep them in the midst of your heart. Because we believe God with the heart, with the spirit. A lot of people get... Uh, Believing God confused with your mind and your emotions, which is your soul, your mind, will, and emotions. And it's called mental assent instead of believing God from your heart. Now, your heart is your spirit man, the man that's deep inside of you. The inward man, or the, the place where you have your inward witness, I've taught on that before, but it's your spirit. You believe God from your spirit and you have to get the word of God into your heart in your spirit and that is how you believe God with your spirit then you speak it out of your mouth and it is faith but you can't believe it unless it's in your heart he said keep them in the midst of your heart keep the word in your heart and then speak forth the word out of your heart amen Let's go to Mark chapter 9 and verse 46 through 52. Now they came to Jericho, and as he went out of Jericho with his disciples and a great multitude, blind Bartimaeus, the son of Timaeus, sat by the road begging. And when he heard that it was Jesus of Nazareth, he began to cry out, saying, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. Then many warned him to be quiet, so he cried out all the more, Son of David, have mercy on me. So Jesus stood still and commanded him to be called. Now you'll notice that he was calling out to Jesus. And they kept saying, you shut up, old blind beggar. And he got louder and said, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. He got louder, but he kept speaking it out. He kept speaking out and he kept speaking it out. He wouldn't be quiet. He knew that he was the answer to his problem. He knew that Jesus would make him whole. He knew that when he spoke forth what he was supposed to speak out, that he would have what he said. So Jesus stood still and commanded him to be called. Then they called the blind man to him, saying to him, Be of good cheer, rise, he is calling you. And throwing aside his garment, he rose and came to Jesus. So Jesus answered and said to him, What do you want me to do for you? Now see, Jesus said, I want you to be specific, didn't he? And the blind man said to him, Rabbi, that I may receive my sight. Then Jesus said to him, Go your way, your faith has made you well. And immediately he received his sight and followed Jesus on the road. He believed Jesus was his answer. He believed that the word of God was his answer. You could say Jesus is the word. The word of God was his answer. He kept speaking it out that that's what he needed and he asked him for what he needed and Jesus said, your faith has made you well and he received his sight that very second. That's a good example of faith. He said, your faith has made you well. What did he do first? He called, he called it in, didn't he? Just like I said earlier, 
you need a car, say, car, I'll call you in to me. In Jesus' name, I claim you. It's mine. I have it, and I won't shut up until I get it. I call it to me. Jesus, uh, Father God, I ask you in Jesus' name for that car. And I, and uh, then when you go say, Father, this is the car that I want. I'm being specific in that area. And guess what happens? Then you receive it. And you say, I have it now. I've got it. Thank you, Father God. I'm not walking anymore. I'm riding in my new car. I remember when Bob Barker, he was on the process right, and he'd say, a brand new car. But I'm telling you right now, Jesus is louder than Bob Barker ever thought about being. Your words that go forth out of your mouth, you say, I have that car. It's mine. I claim it in Jesus' name. And you believe it in your heart. You speak it from your mouth. And guess what? It is yours. And also, we must be believers of the word, and we must be imitators of God as dear children. And to be an imitator of God, <clears throat> we must be children of faith, and we must call those things that be not as though they were. Thank you for listening to today's message. If you would like to receive Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, you can contact us at our website at wacba.org. If you would like to contact us for prayer, to give, or any other reason, you can do so by going to our website, wacba.org, or by mail at Word Alive Church, P.O. Box 3067, Broken Arrow, Oklahoma 74013. 